Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about doing hard things, because they are really where we get to lean into this idea of being a better person and meet the moment in a way that we can be proud of. The truth is that hard things are a part of life. If you feel prepared for them, you'll be able to see the gifts in them much more easily. Today's big idea comes from my teenage daughter, Lily. I told her I was wondering what I should cover on the podcast, and I asked her if there were any situations where she wasn't sure how to be a better person. She didn't have to think long to come up with, what do you say to someone who's crying? Which, I mean, 13-year-old girls and their hormones mean there are lots of opportunities for tears. Am I right? But tears definitely aren't only for adolescent girls. We will all be in a situation where we're talking to someone who is sad. So let's talk about how to be there for them. The first step is nearly always to validate. That lets the person who's crying know that A, you're on their side and they are safe, and B, that there's absolutely nothing wrong with crying. To do it, you can say, oh, this is hard, or I get why you're feeling this way. It's also helpful to ask a question that will get them to vocalize what's troubling them because that'll help them raise their awareness of what's really going on and also help them get it out. Ask something simple like, what happened? Or what's the matter? Or what's going on? Of course, your tone is so important here. Keep it gentle and inquisitive. And if they say sorry for crying, which is a habitual response, and I can assure you that this is habitual because my husband and I have been watching just the crap out of American Idol. <laughs> and so many people start crying and they almost in- instinctively say, sorry, reassure them that it's okay to cry and there's no need to apologize. And really, you can absolutely say that it's going to be okay and not be lying because in those moments of tears, things often feel hopeless. And the truth is, everything changes. Crying does make you feel better. Also, you really can say it will get better and you won't be lying. Because in those moments of tears, things often feel hopeless. And the truth is, everything changes. It won't always feel hopeless. And crying actually makes you feel better. So saying that it'll get better is not a platitude. And then if it feels appropriate, you can ask them if they'd like a hug. You don't need to be particularly close to this person for that to be comforting. 
Once, after a good friend of mine from high school died in his early 40s, I was dropping my son off at daycare. I had put him inside and was headed back out to the car when one of the women who worked there was heading in. She asked me how I was, you know, very casual, and I just started bawling. (laughs) Grief can fall on you like a ton of bricks that way. And even though I didn't know her particularly well, she asked if I'd like a hug, and I managed to nod yes, and just that moment of knowing someone else was there really helped. And if the person who's crying says no, they don't want a hug, that's totally cool too. They're certainly not obligated. And you're not obligated to ask, but if it feels okay, just remember that it's not your job to make things better for them. It can be hard to resist the urge to want to fix things, but that's really not your role. Your job is to let that person know that you're there, you care, and you're willing to listen. In other words, all you need to do is bear witness to her struggles. It's very, just incredibly powerful. Your tiny assignment is to think about a time you cried in front of someone else and remember what they said or did that helped. I'm guessing that they were just there and they made you feel safe. Remembering a time when you were comforted by someone else will help you be that comfort to someone when the need arises. Come back tomorrow when we're talking about how to apologize, particularly when, in the immortal words of Elton John, sorry seems to be the hardest word. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 